every one of you who confesses Jesus as Lord of the universe signs up for a significance beyond anything you ever dreamed. And I mean business men and women here, homemakers, students, to belong to Jesus is to embrace the nations. Your heart was made for this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Made for Missions podcast, where our heart is to mobilize Christians towards the Great Commission. Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Made for Missions podcast. That is Mike Falkenstein, last name S-T-I-N-E, and he is the uh, president and founder of the China Resource Center. I'm Mike Nelson, your host. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Michael F. Nelson, and number two, and you can find Mike, uh, Mike Falkenstein, on Twitter at Missions Mike. Uh, we're excited to be with you for episode number two, and our topic this time is going to be really what is the Great Commission. So our topic, moving into our topic, is uh, the Great Commission. We, we somewhat introduced that after our inaugural podcast. And uh, I think you would come at uh, this topic from a position of not, not necessarily every Christian, at least a Christian in North America, has a really good understanding of what exactly is the Great Commission. I know you've spent a lot of time studying and praying about this topic. Mm. Bring us up to speed. What, what's the Great Commission? I know you have some verses you want to relate back to it. and Yeah. Uh, teach us. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, a lot of this, uh, the very quick background is that, again, as I mentioned in the first episode, a lot of this was kind of what I was reading in the Bible versus kind of what I was seeing out in churches and with people, with people, uh, with Christians. And so it caused me just recently to go back and really do some study. And so uh, and as, we get, as we build the foundation for what the Great Commission is, there are three verses that uh, I always, that I always go back to. Uh, we start off with the uh, Mark 16 passage. It's Mark 16:15, and in the ESV it says um, it's actually Jesus uh, speaking. He says he said to them, "Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation." And so I think even in the ESV it mentions uh, that the title of that of that passage is the Great Commission. Uh, of course, the one that we're probably most familiar with is in Matthew 28, and it is what I would call kind of the anchor verse. Uh, it's Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Jesus says, go therefore into, uh, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And then of course he says, and behold, I'm with you to the end of the age. And then finally, I add a third a third passage there, which is the Acts one eight passage again, probably second most popular verse. But and then and this is literally before he ascends into heaven. Uh, he tells those that are present, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth." And um, the distinction I make in that passage, I talk about a lot, is that a lot of people will often say that the you know that we're really called to be uh, his witnesses in one of those places. And really, there's just a bunch of ands there, you know, in Jerusalem and in in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth, kind of these concentric circles that that reach out. So, so those are the those are the three verses, and kind of from that, then I've developed a uh, 
uh, an acronym to help people to understand and not necessarily understand they I have this acronym to help people to um, to remember you know yeah. what the Great Commission is so I know you're familiar with those three verses as well they're good ones yeah so um, before we dive into it I have a couple questions I want to talk okay great away on those three verses and before we do that I want to make sure I give out your contact information um, thank so you so people can connect with you if they want again uh, Mike's website is mikefalkenstein.com last uh, letters of his name is s-t-i-n-e and you can also reach Mike on Twitter at missions Mike uh, I'm Mike Nelson at mariahventures.com and you can get connected to my website's on Twitter as well. I'm at Michael F. Nelson and the number two. Going back, uh, Mike, to your um, the scriptures, um, as you were reading those to us, uh, one thing I noticed is they, they seem somewhat, I'll, I'll use the term binary or off and on, meaning you hear the word all mm-hmm. uh, in these scriptures quite a bit, you know, all the world, all of creation. Um, if you can talk about that a little bit in relation to kind of your passion and heart for the Great Commission, where, you know, does our church really understand in the United States or North America today that all means all, not just oh, right. whoever's called? I mean, what, does that make sense to you? What, what, mm-hmm. What's kind of your sense on, on what those passages mean relative to everybody who's sitting in our churches every Sunday? That's a great question. I think that when I talk about sort of what the Great Commission is and what it isn't, I don't think anyone's, I mean, if you, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you believe you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I think this command applies to all of us. Yeah. And I think far too often people kind of designate, well, Mike, you've been you've been called. I'm just an accountant here in, uh, you know, we're here in uh, South Denver, uh, or it could be anywhere in the U.S. You know, I'm just here. And boy, while I do believe that not everyone is called to go overseas, you know, when Jesus tells us to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel and to go and make disciples. There are people who are lost right in your neighborhood. Right. You know, there are people in your office that where you work, where you can just begin to reach out with them. And boy, you can make disciples just right where you live. You don't necessarily have to go uh, around the world. Yeah. So in, in your heart and uh, your kind of study of the Great Commission, uh, is there ever a time where we as believers uh, aren't uh, underneath those three scriptures. Can, can we ever not worry about the souls maybe in our high schools for our kids mm-hmm. um, when we go out to dinner, just as we interact with people? Is this is this something that we're called to always as uh, believers in Christ? I sure think so. Yeah. And you know, one of the one of these, I think I mentioned in the last episode something about six steps to Great Commission fulfillment. And certainly in that process of helping people to become to fulfill the Great Commission in their own lives, one of the things that I talk about a lot is that I think God gives each one of us a particular part in the Great Commission. So certainly uh, it is easy to get confused because when Jesus says, go into all the world and and make disciples of all nations, well, we're all not going to go to all nations. And so I think the way that he works that out is he calls a guy like me to China, he calls uh, others to Africa. and, And I think, you know, at least here where we live in South Denver, you know, we have a mission field right here. Yeah. I mean, I just talked to a, a pastor here in our area, and he said something along the lines that uh, they did a they did a survey and they found out that eighty five percent of the people that live kind of in our area uh, are not regular church attenders. And so, if you've got eighty five percent of your population who is not you know seeking out for God, that's a 
that's a mission field right here. And so, (laughs) and so, and there's just examples of people that I know who've just done a great job of, Hey, my street, that's my mission field. And I'm going to invite those guys for barbecues and I'm going to invest in their lives and we're going to start sharing life with them and uh, begin to share Jesus. And for some people, that's their great commission fulfillment. So you mentioned an acronym a few minutes ago, and I want to jump into that in just a second. Um, Okay, great. But another question kind of uh, occurred to me, because I certainly want to connect your experience in the mission field, the 40, I think we talked last episode, the 40 some odd trips you've made to China. Yeah. Um, And you've been running the China Resource Center. As a mission leader, a successful mission leader, Talk a little bit, and you just mentioned there's 85%, um, you know, a number out there that people aren't regular church attenders. If somebody's hearing us right now and the Holy Spirit puts on them through your words and what this podcast is, I want to get involved in the Great Commission. They don't have the ability to go to China, something of that nature, but they want to support missions groups. Does that resonate with you? Is there, am I tapping into something with this kind of question? How do people get connected to the Holy Spirit in serving in a missions field? in their gifting. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make yeah. sense. Boy, there would be, I th- would say, just off the top of my head, a couple of things they could do. Certainly, again, as I mentioned before, you know, I believe that if we if we ask God, yeah. uh, you know, he'll answer. And so you can just begin asking God how he wants you to be involved. Uh, certainly, uh, hopefully, you're, if your church is active, involved in missions in any way, you know, especially those churches that have missions pastors, you can go talk to those guys and say, hey, I, I'm just looking for a place to get involved. You know, there's, uh, and you can find this on the internet if you just Google um, one of the greatest sort of training tools mm-hmm. is a course called the Perspectives course. Okay. And now this is a pretty big commitment. I mean, it's like a whole semester of classes once a week and there's homework and but at least in terms of learning about, you know, how is it that God works and how is it that I can be involved? Uh, of course, a perspective course is being, is, uh, is, I'm sure would be offered in your area. Uh, and then, of course, that taps into another, you know, as a part of this whole made for missions uh, arena, the media network that we're, that we're developing, you know, I've developed a real heart to to certainly write in a podcast, I mean, in a uh, in a blog, how yeah. people can be involved. But then I just think there's a real need, and we'll see as I develop it, but I think there's a real need even for potentially a, a book resource for people to answer that very question, because I think you, you know, know, I there's think a lot of people that just don't know yeah. how they can be involved, and we want to be able to answer that for I folks. I think it's interesting when I put that question to you, and I, I know this because I know you so well, but people who don't, who might be listening to us, don't, don't know you. The first thing you said is ask God. And mm-hmm. I know you to be a prayerful man in your family, and I know how much time you spend in quiet time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, have In your experience, have you seen missions groups be successful outside of prayer? Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely it, not. The Lord's got to show you where to go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Talk to me a little bit about the acronym. You mentioned an acronym a few yeah. minutes ago. Can you, uh, can you build on that just a little bit for us? Sure. So really what I've done is I've taken these three verses that we just mentioned and I've developed this acronym. And the acronym is, I'm actually working on it, sort of helping sort of develop it further. It's but at Work this, in progress, so to speak. Yeah. What I'm calling it now is the awfully awful acronym. And the reason <laughs> for that is that it doesn't rhyme or make any cool, you know, sore, you know, doesn't, doesn't spell anything really cool. Uh, but you know, I think if you say it enough times, you, uh, you know, you remember it. And so the, give it to us. Yeah. So the first one is just P, which is just the, 
from the Acts 16, 15, the proclaim the gospel. And so, and then the second one is D for make disciples of all nations, which is the, uh, the Acts 28. And then the third letter is B. So we've got PDB, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of, and the Holy Spirit, which again comes from the Matthew 28, which by the way, I think is an important one because, uh, and in fact, all of these build on themselves because you really do have to preach the gospel and someone has to receive it before you can make a disciple. And uh, hopefully in a, in a future episode, we'll even just break all of these down and talk about, you know, what is discipleship actually and what does that mean? And so we've got preach, disciple, baptize, and then the T, which is the fourth one, uh, teaching them all that I commanded you which is Jesus's command as a part of the Great Commission. And then the third, or the, the fifth one rather is be my witnesses, the W. So, uh, and Jesus calls us to be his witnesses in these, uh, these circles of our in- sphere of influence all the way to the ends of the earth. So it's, it's PDB, TW, which if you say that enough, you know, you, you kind of, you can kind of remember it. So, and so I, at least for me, it's just a way that I can remember uh, as I've memorized PDBTW, uh, you can, um, you know, you can remember these five parts of the Great Commission and it's at least hopefully a helpful way for people to go, yeah, these are the things that, that, that Jesus is commanding us to do. Is proclaim, disciple, baptize, teach, and witness. Yeah, that's right. What's interesting to me is nowhere in this, in this acronym, this, it doesn't say go suffer on a dirt floor somewhere. It doesn't say you have to buy an expensive plane ticket. Yeah, that's right. Um, it to me, it's it's really focused on where you started a few moments ago about prayer. Mm-hmm. So when you That's go to the right. Lord prayerfully, those letters, you know, proclaim, disciple, baptize, teach, and witness. The Lord mm-hmm. can show you where and how he wants to do that. We just have to be open to that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. yeah, and all five of them, of course, you know, you can do those things here in your hometown, in your state, in your, you know, again, as you mentioned, you don't have to go uh, around the world to do it. Yeah. So I know we're going to get in future podcasts, we're going to talk about uh, in depth interviews with other individuals who uh, have been in the Great Commission. I know you're going to break down each one of those letters in the acronym and give us some color, some of your own experience. Yeah, right. We've talked a little bit about what the Great Commission is um, in the first yeah. few minutes. Uh, so if that if the Great Commission is something, then certainly the opposite is true. The Great Commission probably is not something else. Um, do you have thoughts on that? What, what, what do you think about the Great Commission yeah. not being something? Yeah, so uh, in this talk I've been giving to folks a lot, I've just kind of breaking it, broken it down in kind of bullet points. So in terms of what, if we, if we believe that the that the Great Commission does come from these three verses, that it is a command uh, that Jesus has given us. We can kind of break down what it is and what it isn't. And so obviously the first part is that it is a it is a command that is binding on all who confess Jesus as Lord. I can't find anything in the Bible that would say, you know, otherwise that, you know, that some are exempt, that if you if you confess Jesus as Lord, it's it's binding. Uh, it's a command, it's a command for Again, for each of us who confess Jesus, uh, it's, I think, a call more to make uh, disciples than to go. I mean, I think what Jesus Mm. is really after is disciples. And so, which I think is kind of flip-flopped from what a lot of people, what a lot of preachers and and pastors preach, which is, it's the, they've emphasized the going part. Um, But, you know, as I've often said, if you, if you've not made disciples in your own hometown, you're probably not going to go to 
Africa and do that. I mean, you know, so, you, get, you got to be able to do it here first. Yeah, the idea being is let the Holy Spirit guide you who to disciple and then go where the Holy Spirit's telling you. I, and I think you're right. We do flip-flop that. We, we say, yeah. let's check the box and get in a plane and go somewhere. What we need to do first maybe is go to the Lord ask the Holy Spirit to tell us who to disciple and then figure out where that those people or that, that individual that's is. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, and then finally, you know, there's a whole podcast again we can do on sort of Jesus's authority and what that means, but it is a command that flows from his authority, I think. And then in terms of what it's not, uh, this goes some ways against kind of, again, what I think a lot of people believe that it is. It's not something that'll just happen. You know, we have to be intentional. Mm. You have to reach out to those people. And um, it's not something that can wait until we feel we're ready to do it. You know, again, it's a command to go and to and to make disciples. It's not just a great advice for some. And I think the reason why for that is just that it's not, you know, it's, it's not optional again for those who follow Jesus. And then finally, you know, it's not a call just to uh, make converts. But again, Jesus wanted disciples. And then if you know anything about the history of the Navigators, you know, I came along sure. kind of from the Navigators yep. and Dawson Trotman, the founder of the Navigators, found that out. And the kind of the quick story about that is that he was a great evangelist and would lead people to Jesus and was doing that right and left and ran into a guy that he had he had led to Christ a year later after that conversion and found out that that man was no closer to Jesus than mm. the year before. And the kind of the light turned on where it's sort of, you know, you you can lead them to, to Jesus and that's fantastic. But boy, that process of actually grounding them in the word and getting them to, you know, follow a certain amount of spiritual disciplines is really important. And so I think we see that with Jesus too. He doesn't call us to go and make converts, but he calls us to go and make disciples. So in our, in our churches today, um, in North, I'm, and I'm focusing only in North America, I'm sure you have uh, a much broader global perspective than I do based on your experience and what you've done. And I, I don't want to get hierarchical or legalistic, but as far as the Great Commission and missions work in our churches today, can you talk a little bit about, you know, should our churches be leading with their Great Commission work? Is it more important than the programs? Or can you not really say, you know, the, the you know, Dad's Day Out program is more important than the Great Commissions? Where in our churches today should our pastors and our laity be focused on with the Great Commission, or is it not important? I mean, just what are your thoughts on that? What do you, what do you think? That's a great question. I think, again, we need to make a note about that, that that could, again, be another uh, whole, a whole episode we could, yeah. we could go through. But kind of the short answer is that I think, and we'll talk about this some in the next episode, but I think that today in North America, churches, they, they focus on I mean, all of the things that they're focusing on are good. Absolutely. They're good. It's good things. But I think, you know, if you look back through history, particularly over the last couple hundred years of these missionary leaders, I mean, uh, in the early 1900s, there was an American pastor. His name is A.B. Simpson. And for all those of us that are missions uh, history buffs, um, we know about him. And he said, as he looked at that very issue, that the Christian is not obedient until he's doing all in his power to send the gospel to the heathen mm. world. Mm. And I think, in fact, if you look at the last 40 days of Jesus' life, I mean, that's, boy, that was just all that he was about. I mean, you know, and that's where we get these these three verses. And boy, that's, sh- I think that should be the lead. And then all the other stuff can still come, but it should be point- pointing back yeah. to, hey, we're gathering here because we want to 
You know, we want to go and make disciples of all nations. Well, Mike, that's uh, a lot of uh, meat and things to think about for yeah. episode number two. And again, it was a blast uh, sitting down with you and kind of going through some of those um, topics. And I think we're going to, just to recap a little bit, uh, develop out uh, some of the ideas of your acronym, you know, P for Proclaim, D for Discipleship, B for Baptize, T for Teach, and W for Witness. Before we close out, any any thoughts, any final thoughts, and uh, kind of briefly introduce uh, episode number three to us. Yeah, well, I thank you again for being here, and it's great to be with you. And uh, so episode number three, I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the idea, actually something that you kind of uh, prefaced earlier, which is, you know, is the Great Commission a command for all Christians? Mm. And uh, there's a lot more to say about that. And uh, in fact, as we... So we'll do that in episode three, and then with the, the subsequent video series, that's one of these three questions I'm going to be asking these other mission leaders as well, because again, as you, as you talk to a lot of even pastors and a lot of other um, Christians, it seems like maybe the, the answer to that question would be different to them than it is to me. So I'm hopeful to, to sort of clarify that for folks as well. Wonderful. Well, folks, thanks for spending some time with us on the Made for Missions podcast. That is Mike Falkenstein. And again, uh, I'll spell the last four letters or five letters of, a na- of his name, S-T-I-N-E. You can reach Mike at MikeFalkenstein.com. And you can also reach him on Twitter at MissionsMike. I'm Mike Nelson, your host, and you can reach me on Twitter at Michael F. Nelson and the number two. Thanks again for joining us for the Made for Missions podcast, and we will speak in with you again soon.